Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. More vaccine appointments. I'm very confident in our ability to scale up. Pressure mounts. A third Andrew Cuomo accuser comes forward. Mitt Romney knocked unconscious. I asked the doctor how many stitches and she said, I don't know. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. If you've been trying to get a vaccine appointment with no luck, that could change soon. More than 50 million Americans have received at least one dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine so far, 41 million of them this month alone. UPS tells CBS the first shipments of the new single-dose Johnson & Johnson shot could begin arriving at hospitals today. Correspondent Earl Barnett is tracking the process from Louisville. Of the nearly 4 million doses going out this week, 2.8 million will go to states, 800,000 for retail pharmacies, and another 160,000 for community vaccine and federally qualified health centers. Some of those vaccines will end up here in Midland, Michigan, in the care of Dr. Richard Bates, driving them roughly three hours to one of Michigan's most geographically isolated hospitals in rural Alpena. He's excited about the potential impact of Johnson & Johnson's one-shot vaccine for that community. Two-lane roads, dirt roads. Sometimes it's hard to get people for the first dose, And then to ask them to come back, that can be quite a challenge. And because this new vaccine can be kept in standard refrigerators, Bates says eventually it could be shipped directly to rural health care providers. That's going to be more accessible and I won't have to be in the transport business. Despite vaccination progress, the CDC director is urging people to keep masks on and stay socially distanced with a growing number of more contagious variants in the mix. Houston has become the first U.S. city to report all strains, including the ones first found in New York, the U.K., Brazil, and South Africa. Health workers have paid a heavy price during the pandemic, including the risk of violence. Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. Dr. Rohini Har, an ER physician at Berkeley, expected the world would rally around health workers during the pandemic. In many, many places, there's actually more fear, more distrust, and attacks group of some 1100 threats or acts of violence she tallied against health workers worldwide last year at least 400 of them were directly related to covid-19 vicky barker cbs news london a third woman has come forward to accuse new york governor andrew cuomo of sexual harassment CBS's Jerika Duncan says the latest claim was made to the New York Times by a woman named Anna Ruck. At a September 2019 wedding, Ruck said she was discussing the governor's toast when instantly he put his hand on her bare lower back. She removed his hand with her own. The governor placed his hands on her cheeks. He asked if he could kiss her loudly enough for a friend standing nearby to hear. 
The now 33-year-old said she was confused and shocked and embarrassed. This is the third allegation of sexual harassment against Cuomo. He has not responded to the new allegation, but in a previous statement, the three-term governor said that he never inappropriately propositioned anyone. Several Democrats and advocacy groups are now calling for the governor to resign. It's been two weeks since a deadly winter storm paralyzed parts of the South, and many people still have no safe drinking water. Correspondent Janet Shamlian is in Jackson, Mississippi. Eddie Mitchell's been coming to this distribution site for two weeks to get jugs filled with water he can't even drink. Just before we don't wash dishes with it or nothing. The 75-year-old veteran is among thousands in Jackson about to enter their third week without full access to water. How hard is it on people here? Some people that don't have a vehicle to come get water. The entire city, whose residents are 82% black, is under a boil water notice. The unprecedented mid-February freeze strained Jackson's aging system. Dozens of pipes burst. Charles Williams is the public works director. The majority of the city has received water pressure back, but we are concerned about our residents who live farthest away from the plant. FBI Director Christopher Wray will testify before a Senate committee six months after he warned of the threat posed by domestic extremists. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is in the hearing room. Director Ray will be facing public questions for the first time since the January 6th attack. Now, this hearing follows one last week where former Capitol officials testified blaming intelligence failures for the lack of preparedness at the Capitol. Senators have been clear they want to know more about the resources dedicated to combating domestic extremists and white supremacists. Researchers identified 33 suspects with military backgrounds, including one current member of the National Guard, and a member of the Army Reserve. 36% with military ties were also linked to extremist groups, including Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and the Three Percenters. More than 300 people have been charged in January's riot at the Capitol. At least 280 have been arrested. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear has declared a state of emergency after heavy rainfall and flooding across the state. It's led to road closures, water rescues, power outages, and mudslides. Beattyville Mayor Scott Jackson. We're devastated. We didn't dream it would be this much, and it's flooded our whole downtown. All businesses underwater. President Biden has met virtually with Mexican President Manuel Lopez Obrador amid growing pressure over immigration policy. Correspondent Weijia Jiang. We obtained a new memo that shows the number of unaccompanied minors at the border is soaring with about 200 to 400 a day. And unlike the Trump administration that made the children wait in Mexico for their cases to be processed, the new policy is to house them in the U.S. But bed space is already 97 percent. Senator Mitt Romney is battered and bruised after he took a nasty spill over the weekend that knocked him unconscious. I asked the doctor how many stitches and she said, I don't know. It's all to my eyebrow and my lip. The Utah Republican says he fell during a visit with his son and grandchildren in Boston. Angelina Jolie's made a bundle off a gift from her ex. Her estranged husband, Brad Pitt, bought the 1943 painting by Winston Churchill from a New Orleans antiques dealer for almost $3 million. It sold at auction at Christie's for a record 11 7.5 million. Churchill gave the painting Tower of the Ketubia Mosque to FDR. The Supreme Court is scheduled to hear a voting rights case today. CBS's Steve Dorsey from Washington. The Supreme Court is examining a challenge launched by Democrats over two Arizona laws that allow election officials to throw out ballots cast in the wrong precinct and another that prohibits anyone but a voter's family 
or caregiver from completing and delivering their mail-in ballots. Arizona officials say the laws guard against ballot harvesting and prevent votes cast in multiple locations. Opponents to the laws say they target minorities. This is Read Across America Day, but there was something missing from President Biden's proclamation. I do not like them, Sam, I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Mention of Dr. Seuss, for whom the day was originally named in 1998. Just 2% of the characters in the books are non-white. And that's the World News Roundup for Tuesday, March 2nd. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.